I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunnontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we catch up with Jenny McCarthy at her Blondie's launch party. And we'll check in with Ice Cube to see what he's doing in town. Hey, this is Jenny McCarthy, and this is Nonstop. Well, tons to get to as usual. Plus, we're on a deadline to meet a band later today, Jerry, so I hope you're ready for this. Yes, let's go. Okay, so for starters, I got to catch up with Jenny McCarthy. And you know that, I mean, she's from the South Side. She's a Chicago girl. Mm-hmm. And now that she's married to a new kid on the block, right? they are going to be making their, like, St. Charles slash Chicago, their homestead, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they're like a power couple now, right? Totally. It's kind of <laughs> nice to have people from Chicago, like, want to be proud of it again because I feel feel like between the East Coast and the West Coast, they're trying to forget that we have like this massive hub of awesomeness in the Midwest. Yeah, and we're affordable to live in. I mean, they can afford a mansion, I'm sure. I haven't seen what their estate looks like, but I'm <laughs> sure it's like stunning. Yeah, I bet it's got big security and all kinds of stuff. I wonder, do they have like a 10-foot wall? <laughs> Maybe. To keep all the new kids' and fans a, back? And a guard dog. <laughs> yeah, because those fans are rapid. Talk about crazy. Seriously. <laughs> and so, Jenny McCarthy, who, you know, grew up just a couple of miles from me, mm-hmm. uh, she did this big Blondie's launch party out at 115 Bourbon Street where our friend Kenny works. Mm-hmm. And so she's throwing this big party. Blondie's is the name of her new cocktail line, by mm-hmm. the way. Okay. Which is appropriate. And I did try a couple of like sips of the drinks mm-hmm. and it was good. It's kind of one of these like... What is it like? They're kind of like fruity and like kind of these flavor infused kind of, I don't know. I'm thinking like lemony or something. God, I should probably know this. I don't know. It's something fruity. Blondie's is a cookie, isn't it? Is that a Girl Scout cookie? Is it? <laughs> I think so. Look, the only Girl Scout cookie I know are Thin Mints, because I have a deep, deep love for Thin Mint cookies. (laughs) Blondies are when you make brownies out of cookie dough, right? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. I don't know. So many desserts, it's hard to keep them them straight. But yeah, when it comes to the boozy ones, it's one of these like no sugar added and, you know, whatever. Oh, right. It's like the skinny girl. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. Mm -hmm. So she's doing this along with uh, Donnie, who is opening up these Wahlburgers locally. Oh, we have to go to like an opening to that. For sure. So they're going to open one out in St. Charles. Okay. It'll be easier though for us to go to the one that they're opening in River North. Yes, that'd be a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, St. Charles is a darling town. It's beautiful, but it's a hike. Yeah. So we'll stick to the one in River North. And they filmed that reality show, right? I haven't watched even one episode. I couldn't even tell you. No, I don't. I I hear it's kind of fun though. Well, so Jenny was telling us a little bit about what we can expect from having them, you know, make this part of the world their home now. So check it out. So. So uh, Donnie and I, since we both live the St. Charles, said we've got to open up Wahlburgers and make this like our our home base, our home stamp. And yes. of course, Wahlburgers is where we launched Blondies in every location, almost every location. And then Wahlburgers, of course, will continue to carry Blondies. Of course, there she is, pushing the blondies again, because, you know, the burger joint is going to be selling her booze. She's always got a good product. Yeah. She's fun. (laughs) You know what? She was really nice. I was kind of worried because she's got this, like, over-the-top persona Mm -hmm. that when I met her, was I going to be like, oh, God, you're annoying. But she was actually really sweet. She's really down to earth. Totally. Yeah, I asked her to go to the gay bars, and I gave her my phone number, but she has has a lot of uh, more powerful gay friends than I am. They're rich, so they went to the club with her instead of me. (laughs) 
<laughs> she didn't call me. I was kind of waiting by the phone. Maybe she needed bottle service, Aww. a roped off section. But she went with these guys. Well, they own the bar, some of the bars, so I couldn't really compete. She's closer to the A-list than we are. We've got yeah. some climbing to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. I don't even think if I would have like slipped her my phone number, she'd been like, what is that? She'd like, spit her gum out in it. Well, since there's the gay new kid on the block, maybe I could marry him, and then I could be in the same situation. <gasps> that would be so great, because I will tell you that I have actually hung out with the new kids after a show before. Okay. And if you kind of dated, who is it, Jonathan? Yeah, Jonathan. Maybe. I wouldn't mind going to some of their after parties, because let me tell you, the taco dip is off the chain. Mm-hmm. They're really good to their guests, I will say that. Okay. Something that I would not say to Jenny while I was meeting her and interviewing her mm-hmm. is that, okay. Oh, so, no. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> One of my closest friends, uh-huh. her old roommate out in L.A., dated Donnie forever. Oh. Yeah, before Jenny. Okay. So when they were together, like, we could go and hang out, like, after the show. And the nine-year-old in my heart was, like, so proud of me. Like, oh, my God, I'm hanging out with some of the new kids on the block. Yeah. And now I'm just trying to, like, make friends with their girlfriends so that they'll let me interview her. Or wife now. Are they married? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. They so, met through Andy Cohen. Can we talk about this? You know what? Okay. Yeah. The Blondie's thing was great, but we need to jump because it's Pride Month. You brought up Andy Cohen, uh-huh. who, by the way, I saw your picture just pop up in my news feed the other day. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this Pride trip to Tel Aviv? Like, who goes to Tel Aviv? Yeah, it was kind of a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Okay. I need to hear everything about it. Go. Okay. So, once upon a time, <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to go write a story in Israel. So cool. And- Tel Aviv has a massive gay pride. It was probably one of the best prides I've ever been to. They had a quarter of a million people that showed up. Wow. And Andy Cohen was the royal ambassador. Oh. So they brought him in. Well, hold on. We don't need to get you on the A-list if you're hanging out with royalty. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Um, And we did get to hang out for a while. I mean, I've had my issues with Andy before, but this time he was just really fun to hang out with and wasn't like I was a press person and he was, you know, he's the subject. Just chilling. Yeah. We just kind of talked. Like I was like, I bet your parents would like to be here. And he's like, they've come before, but he's never been. Oh. So, but anyway, so they had the big parade and it's very like free. There's no barricades like the one here in Chicago. Beautiful men everywhere. Okay, and everyone thought awesome. I was Jewish. Everyone thought they kept talking to me in Hebrew because they thought I was Jewish. <laughs> Did you just nod and smile? I couldn't even, I mean, I don't know any words, so I couldn't like <laughs> even fake it. Like Spanish, I can get by. Right. Try to fool it for a little while. But I mean, that, I didn't even say it a chance. I was like, I'm not even trying. You're like, look, no, yeah. I can't. I mean, even in the airport when I was leaving, like everybody, Customs was like, you know, when they're grilling you. And they're like, well, do you know you look really? <laughs> I'm like, we're making small talk. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> um, I'm from Tennessee. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. So maybe there's some blood in me, you know, being adopted and everything. Who knows? So well, before you left, mm-hmm. you mentioned to me, like, oh, I hear it's just like Miami. Right. I heard it was like Miami. Yeah. Would you say that is the case? I don't think it looks like Miami. Yeah. But, but... it's very, like, big city. I think my, my driver from the airport kind of set the tone because he was like, you know, women can walk around here at four in the morning and there's not a problem. It's completely safe. Wow. So I just felt like I felt safe the whole time. I never had a problem. How about just, I guess, the community altogether? Not the people that you were traveling with, just Mm -hmm. kind of uh, the city as a whole. Like, were they there to embrace you? Were they like, was everybody cool? What what was the Everybody was nice. Uh, It was for pride. So it was very, there's flags everywhere. There's people from all over the world. But then we went on to Jerusalem after that. I saw your picture. (laughs) Uh, You were like touching some stone or something. Yeah. Like, okay, tell me this Jesus story because I'm like, Oh my gosh, Jerry's where Jesus was. This is crazy. Yeah, so we went in different, they're not churches because church, there's synagogues or whatever that these people worship 
happen. Okay. So we went in different areas where Jesus was, where the Last Supper supposedly was. There was like the fig trip, fig and olive tree. I, look, I went to public schools. There was like really a lot. I don't know. Like I know fig and olive in Chicago, but I don't know what that means when yeah. it comes to God. So I'm sorry. I don't yeah. really get it. Well, it's it's like the, it's a tree that's supposed to be, it's representative where people, oh. people were singing and everything. It was pretty wild. There's a section where you could go, we had to climb up these stairs and you could put your hand where the rock was that the the cross was on. But it was emotional. And then, oh, and then we walked around where Jesus walked throughout like the market where he was carrying the um, the cross or where he stopped to put his hand down. They have indentation and you put your, you can put your hand on it. What? Yeah. So that I'm was like cool. I'm like staring at you in yeah. disbelief because this is just kind of crazy. Yeah. I'll show you a picture. It's pretty cool. And when we were walking around the Arabian market, I was kind of scared because she's like, they're going to try to pull you in and try to get you to buy stuff. Well, uh, we wanted to get some water at the end and the guy wanted to give us water. He would just give us the water, you know, because we were thirsty, but the tour guide was like, no, you need to make a living, so you need to pay for it. You know, they need to pay for it. That's very kind, yeah. but if he said it in Hebrew, he might have been like, hey, rip these guys off. They're from Chicago. Well, it was our tour guide we were with the whole time. <laughs> like She was with us forever. No, we totally trusted her. <laughs> no, I just thought that was, I like that. I think that's a good example of how kind people were. Wow. And how everybody, I mean, you could just talk to everybody it was really, really nice. We went to the Dead Sea and we swam in the Dead Sea. Did you float in it? Because I think you're just supposed to lay there, right? It's weird because when you come out, it's like your skin is like baby soft. Like it feels like baby lotion or it's uh, exfoliant oil. Yeah. Right. It feels like oily. Oh, yeah. it's oily? Yeah. Oh, it was I thought real it was oily. like a free, like, like salt scrub. Well, they had, they had a spa in front. Of course they did. And you could buy like mud masks and all kinds of fun stuff, you know. The Dead Sea Spa. Yeah. You know, as fun. kind of concerned as I was about you heading overseas for this, just because I don't know if I'm just like a worry wart or what, but I, I, I'm glad that you went. I'm glad it, it was a once in a lifetime kind of scenario for you. And I'm glad you went and that you had a great time. It was great. I mean, we were like on a party bus. It was like Jersey Shore. We were going out to the clubs all the time. <laughs> and I'm like a psycho stalking you from here. Let me know when your plane lands. Let me know when you're at your hotel safe, like texting you over and over again. Cause I just want to make sure you're okay. Thanks. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, there's a big time difference. It was a long flight, things like that. But my mother was like, you know, I'll never get there in this lifetime. And I'm like, <laughs> what lifetime are you going to go, mom? When you come back as a cat, like, cause there's cats everywhere. There was what? cats all over wild cats everywhere. It wasn't, oh, I hate cats. I'm like, sorry. In Mexico, there's a lot of wild dogs. You know, it's a very, like, dogs are always wandering around, stray okay. dogs. But these were stray cats everywhere. and they're But they were really sweet. Like, I was scared to touch them because if you get bit by a dog in Mexico, you have to go to the hospital. You know, you can get, you can catch things. Don't touch wild animals. Yeah, but these were, like, curled up next to you. Like, I was eating. <laughs> I don't even want somebody's house cat to curl up next to me because I think they're inherently evil. Oh, I, I, they're this just scary to me. Really? <laughs> you brought one back in your luggage, didn't you? I wanted to. That's why customs held you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, I didn't. But I, I mean, what an experience to have. And then you're back in town for Pride Month in Chicago, which is yeah. funny because it kind of went from like Pride Week to Pride Month. Now it's like all of June. Yeah, it's very, it's suddenly good to be gay. I didn't know my whole life. Struggled before, but now it's <laughs> oh. just, you know, Surprise. now it's, it's well accepted, you know. That's how start. Right. <laughs> Things are good, you know. Okay, so, oh, oh my gosh. Can we just talk about this? This is totally off the subject, but because it regards sports, which I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. Do you do any sports? Are you sporty at all? Were no, you ever? I'm not sporty spice. No, I... <laughs> I am very challenged that way. Sports and politics are tough for me. Okay. Well, same, I guess. And it's funny because I've always been tall and people always kind of make these like sporty remarks to me. Like, 
oh, did you play volleyball? Like, no, I don't oh. play anything. I'm not really that coordinated. Just yeah. I'm tall, it's just numbing me talented. I'm not good at it. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they played dodgeball when I was a kid. It was called Smear the Queer. Oh. So they would try to, like, I mean, that's the, my extent, getting hit in the head by the ball and everyone laughing. Like, that's not oh. really, that was not a fun game for oh. me growing up. Oh, God. So we are, not, we're <laughs> dipping into some dark memories. I'm sorry. I, I know. Let's go back. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so rewind. Um, although we played dodgeball when we were little, too. Mm. Like, getting hit anywhere was fine except the face. When you hit that ball, like, sting you right in the face, that was the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm with that, and I'm not even gay. I still got hit in the face. <laughs> yeah. So sports were always, yeah, really, really tough for me when you're not good at it, you know, and that was a thing that you could be accepted by, right? Like, if you're good at football, right. you know, you're the big thing. Totally. I mean, definitely not the case in my life. And I had the opportunity to talk to Ice Cube, who we know from movies and music and all of this. But the only thing that I could talk to him about was sports, Mm -hmm. which was a nightmare for me because Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about them. I mean, I know that he created this new Big Three Basketball League. And, you know, regular basketball, I can tell you this much, it's usually five on five, but it's three on three. Okay. That's why they call it the Big Three. Okay. And he has hired all these, like, all-stars and, you know, kind of- Like the Harlem Globetrotters? Um, I don't think they like whistle and like dance while they do it. I don't think they have guest appearances on Scooby-Doo. But yeah, just like some big names, you know, okay. that are no longer with the NBA, but are now on this team. Okay. And so, you know, I, I'm talking to him about it and all we can talk about is basketball. Mm. Can I tell you, it was the longest eight minutes of my life because he's really excited about it and I don't know what's going on. Bye, Felicia. Totally. All <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do was talk to him about, you know, the new Friday movie. Right. That's Boys in the Hood. Totally. Yeah. Like, oh my. Yeah, it was would, bad. <laughs> oh, Ice Cube uh, melted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I ran into him like not that long ago when he was in town and he looks, I mean, he, you cannot mistake him. He was oh, walking totally. down Michigan Avenue. He has posse around him. They're filming some, who knows what they're making, some documentary or something about him walking down the street <laughs> and people are all staring at him. I mean, it's like you can't miss him. It was probably a commercial for this big three thing because it's probably. coming to Chicago. Okay. They're doing a game at United Center, which is a big deal. Don't get me wrong. And the one thing I will say is that he's really proud about like curating this whole thing and kind of dreaming it up Mm -hmm. and making it happen. And not only that, making it affordable for families. Yeah, you know, we're proud to have an event that the whole family can come to. Ticket price is very affordable. Yeah, most tickets are under 25 bucks. That's pretty doable. We don't want to price people out where they couldn't be a part of it because we want families in there. We want youngsters in there. We want you to come run up and maybe get an autograph from Gary Payton. So, okay, he's totally passionate about it. I get it. I just don't understand sports. So, like I said, I, can can we talk sometime, Cube, and talk about last Friday or something like that? Yeah, some entertainment stuff. I mean, yeah. it's entertaining for some. Totally. Just <laughs> not for the two people that are sitting in this studio. <laughs> yeah. So, movies, on the other hand, what have you seen? Anything good? I went and saw Hereditary. Oh. Did you hear about that one? Yeah, the scary one with the kid that's... Is a scary nightmare not I, good? I wish it was good. I <gasps> wish it was that good of a story. Tell me what Your happened. Your story sounds better than what I saw on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hit the lights. I'll tell you a scary story. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one didn't do, for, do it for me. About halfway through, I was like, this movie is trying to manipulate me, and I don't like it. Oh. Did you walk out of the theater? No, no, I watched to the end. Oh, I mean, okay. I was kind of, I wanted to review it, and I, oh. I don't believe in walking out because you never know if it's going to get better. Good call. So I had I just heard a lot of people were walking out of that Ocean's 8. 
hate movie. People didn't like it. Did you? I thought it was fun. I really liked a lot of them. I mean, there's some times where you're being manipulated in that movie also. Well, there's duh. there's some, you know, some not plausible plot points. It's a happen. movie. But I mean, it was fun to watch them work. I thought and I thought some of them were really good. I mean, Sarah Paulson was like kind of doing a different character I hadn't seen her do before. I just wanted to see that movie purely for wardrobe and makeup. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Like these women, they're all like and of all ages, but they're all like kind of stunning and like badass in their own way. Like that's really I don't even care about the plot, really. Right. Like we know what's gonna happen. Okay, it's a heist, whatever. Right. How glam do you look while this is happening, ladies? Yeah, but I just thought all the it was fun to watch them all work. I mean, Rihanna was kind of weak for me, but mm. you know, I mean she's just not to me, she's not an actress. She's just yeah. a singer that likes to act. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I tell that to everybody who saw the movie Battleship. Ooh, oh, burn. ouch. Sorry. Yeah. I mean Love she's you, playing like a weed smoker in this one. It was a real stretch for her. Totally. <laughs> I don't know how she pulled it off. And she was a hacker. She's supposed to be a super hacker. So basically, Angelina Jolie's character in the movie Hackers. Kinda. Totally. That's such a funny reference. I would even know that. I know it's really weird that I just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So, I mean, Kate Blanchett was good to watch. and I heard she was a little heavy on the old makeup. Oh. Is that catty wow, of me Wow, these say? people were tough on this movie. You know, whatever. I still would like to see it. I had said, like, hey, can I bring my mom to this? And actually, Nick from Up at Ravinia was like, totally, it's a mom movie. Bring her. A like, mom movie. Like, maybe, like, moms will like it. I don't know if it's a mom movie. You're not a mother, are you, Jerry? <laughs> no. no, but I'm, try- I'm thinking like a mother right now. I I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised that people didn't like it. But I mean, maybe on video, you know. <laughs> maybe it'll have a resurgence. Maybe don't, people don't want to pay $30 to go see it. That's with anything. Although, can I tell you, I saw a movie. Okay, what you I know say? I rarely get to the movies, but okay. I saw Larger Than Life, the Kevin Aquan, I think that's how you say his name, Kevin Aquan story. He, you know him, as soon as you see his face, he was like a famous makeup artist for like all of the supermodels in like the 80s and 90s. He had like several books out of kind of doing makeup, turning one movie star into like another movie star just with makeup. So you liked it? Oh, it was so good. And you know what? I was kind of like, I got one of these like screener links to go and watch the movie mm-hmm. ahead of time and, and give my two cents about it. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to sit here for two hours and watch a movie about makeup. Like I like makeup. Don't get me wrong. You really should watch it, Jer, because he was a young, successful guy. Grew up in, I think, Louisiana. So he's from down south. Mm-hmm. Little gay boy, Big dreams. Great okay. story. Like a really good story. You should watch it. I'm trying to pull it up like on my phone and like Backstreet Boys Larger Than Life pops up. <laughs> it's not the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and then there was some elephant movie from 1996. Oh. What about oh. the Mr. Rogers? I told you to go see that. I know. <laughs> you have to make some time. I just gonna... want it to be a successful movie. I mean, because documentaries, you know, tend to not be huge movies, you know. First of all, <laughs> the entire world will benefit from watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood again. They need to just put it back on like several channels. I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds like so silly, but like kids need to watch this stuff. It was like soothing, you know, as a kid. I mean, it was as captivating. It felt like he was talking right to you. Not only that, there are huge lessons that people are not getting now. Yeah. He talked about war and stuff like early because he was back with the Nixon era. So he talked about war and everything. That's a little before our time. And the, (laughs) I know, but I mean, they show segments of it where he's talking about the King Friday's talking about building a wall. Oh, wow. Things. So, um, yeah, so they tackled, he tackled war. He, ta- he tackled racism. Racism, self-acceptance. There's yeah. so many good things. And also just like, I guess, feelings altogether. Mm-hmm. 
Like, why am I feeling which way? Yeah. Why am I feeling? And it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be angry. Yeah. Yeah. To be sad or, you know, because that was the time when it wasn't okay to be unhappy about things. You had to live a perfect little life. You had to be a perfect little housewife, you know? Totally. Where you weren't even allowed to work. You know, you had to have your little life at home and you, your husband would come home and you would, you know, have a cake ready. And... With your mother's little helpers. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. You're going to you know. do your housework and your high heels and your pearls. Yeah. So he was way ahead of his time. Though. And he, you know what? He did a lot for public broadcasting too. I yeah. mean, that was a huge deal that he would actually, I mean, for him, he could have really just been like, meh, okay, whatever. This project's over. On to the next thing. But yeah. like, he really fought to keep that on the air. Bring back Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> Why, yes, I will. So you and I are actually headed out to, I don't know this neighborhood. Where, where is Mamby on the beach? 41st Street? Yeah, it's a little on the south on the beach. South on the beach. That's, that's really great coordinates, Jared. Thank you. <laughs> Just follow my car, okay? I won't lead you astray. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go and head out there and check this out. This is actually uh, the first time that I've ever gone to this festival. Okay. So you're going to hold my hand through it, right? I'll make sure you're safe and you're secure and we're having a good time and we're going to take in all the sights. And we're going to talk deal. about my feelings? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fun. We're going to have a good time. All right. Well, we're going to go and get to that because I just got a text message that the band is leaving the airport, so we're going to meet them there. We're going to go meet up with AJR. Yay! And we'll tell you all about it next time on Nonstop.